Culture Shock fam, welcome back to another episode. 2019 done, you know? Like, it really finished. Like, I feel like 2019 has been the longest 10 years of my life. Like, I'm sure some of you agree with me. This year has had so many ups and downs. It's so bad that I keep saying when I'm referencing things, I keep saying, oh yeah, that happened last year. Only to find out that this happened like March or April. I don't know if anybody else has observed that, but things that happened this year seem so long ago. So many things happened. I feel like personally, I have grown so much. I've experienced so much, learned so much about myself and You know, I just felt like at this point, just to close the year, especially for me, that I wanted to do an episode kind of doing, you know, highlighting um, some of the the good times and the bad times of 2019, um, some of the lessons learned and how we want to to um, refocus our life and rebuild our lives so that we can step into 2020 with a winning spirit, a winning attitude, and just ready to have our best years and live our best life. So like I said, 2019 was long as heck. Like a lot of things happened. And for me, it started out, honestly, I had a resolution in the beginning of 2019. And it started out with me like following through a couple weeks and falling off, forgetting everything, just like falling into the cycle of self-doubt and and not really focusing on what I really wanted. And a couple of things for me personally happened this year. Um, apart from learning a lot about myself, a lot more than I even thought I could have, you know, some things that I, saw, I sat and I, and I pondered and I'm like, yo, I am really this way. (laughs) Like, I am really this way, you know, negative and positive, but there was a lot of self-reflection. Earlier, well, about mid, middle of this year, I, for the first time, I embarked on a journey with a career mentor. And I've never done anything like that before. I mean, I've had people in my professional, you know, space that I've gone to for advice. And uh, I had an opportunity that I'm grateful for to be paired with a mentor at work. And honestly, I can say until that point, I think having a mentor kind of exposed a lot of my issues. (laughs) It really exposed a lot of errors in my life personally um, from just being organized, just stepping out and and being bold and brave and, and doing things that I really want to do. I really didn't focus on it a lot until I actually had a mentor and bless her. She said to me in some of our conversations, she's like, uh, we had a conversation about reading and she is just an avid reader and, you know, just always has a thirst for knowledge. And I'm like, I really lost that between going to college and studying for exams. Um, then you come out, you start working, life hits you, social life hits you, heartbreak it hits you. So many things are in the equation that you kind of lose focus on what you really need to do. So, 
I think one lesson that I learned this year, and this is with her help with, I don't know if she really knows that that's how much of an impact she's had, but believing in myself, like self doubt can cripple you. Feeling that you're not adequate enough to do something or you don't have the knowledge or you don't have the skill, you it it actually deprives the world of you. And when I thought about it that way, that is kind of what brought me to even starting the podcast. I'm like, I talk so much. I have so much to say. Uh, most times people listen to what I'm saying. I have so much um, to give. I feel like I have so much to give and it, this is just the beginning. And it was self-doubt. It was me not thinking that I was capable. It's me just being afraid of what people might say and people might roll their eyes and who am I to be doing something like that? I'm not a celebrity. I have no like industry connections. I don't, I don't really have anything, any background on this. What the hell am I doing? It was self-doubt and it was crippling me. And just getting to a point where I really defined what I wanted for myself is when I really started to step out even, you know, professionally and personally and kind of redefining me and not letting any opinion of me define who I was. I'm the only person that knows me. As much as, you know, you may have a partner or a friend who knows you, you know your core. You know your thoughts you know your fears, you know what makes you anxious, you know how you feel about people, you know how you feel about environments, consciously and subconsciously. So you define you, you know, and what you share with others and other what you share with others, that is just their impression of you based on what you're opening up to share. And you might be sharing from a place where that day or that week you're not going through you're having a rough time. You're going through a rough time. And how certain things are communicated to other people gets misconstrued. And they use that to define you. And that is not you. And you have to think about it and think about yourself in that light that you know you. I am me and I know who I am and I am going to define who I am. I'm, and, and I'm going to believe in who I am. And I'm going to believe in my capabilities. I'm going to believe that I've studied hard and I've grown in this career and I've, you know, worked hard on my relationship or worked hard in this environment and I can do it. Having that spirit is key and that is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned for 2019. And also, you want to make sure that you're learning more because I, in 2019, what I, what I learned is that I really wanted to do a lot of things, but I really wasn't pursuing the knowledge that I needed to make sure that I succeeded at it. So I really needed to read more. I recognized that. So my mentor sent me a ton of books. <laughs> Shout out to her. And I'm still going through them, you know, but I realized when I started reading, like I miss reading and I haven't been doing this a lot outside of, you know, pop culture or the occasional um, audiobooks that I listen to on the way to work. I haven't really gotten lost in a book and really like have it feed me. 
and learn from it and apply it and, you know, um, develop my vocabulary even more. I, I wasn't doing that. So that's one thing where really learning the material that you need to build your confidence. The more that the more you know about a particular topic or area, the more you're able to speak on it, the more you're, the more confident you are about it obviously, but you are also able to mentor people in that area, share your knowledge, and it makes you feel better. You know, you're able to give back. So that was one another thing that I that I learned from 2019 is to build my knowledge in different areas, in areas that that are of interest to me. Another lesson that I learned is <sighs> is addressing issues directly with compassion. Now, I my personality, I mean I know this might be hard to believe, but I'm an introvert. <laughs> so, I I don't, sometimes I'll see something and I don't say it because I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or I don't want it to be awkward with you and I, so I may not say it, so I'm suffering through it, right? <laughs> Instead of saying it out loud sometimes. And um, I've actually learned to confront things. And, and confronting something isn't necessarily meaning you want to create some sort of drama or you want to create any division between the people, the parties that are involved. But you're coming from a place of compassion. So if something is bothering me or something um, is affecting the environment around me, I'm going to speak on it. Um, my friend once told me, you know, Charmaine, you need to stop taking up other people's problems or other people's <laughs> war on your head. And it's true. And it's something that I've had to work on where it's like, like I would really get stressed out about, things that affect other people, you know, just absorbing it rather than just like addressing it with compassion, just saying, hey, I noticed this. Um, I know it may be uncomfortable, but can we talk about it? That I have had to learn. It's not, <laughs> it's not like, you know, my natural state. It's not something that's um, easy for me to do. So I've definitely had to learn and still learning and still working through what that looks like for me and how that communication works for me. So those are my top lessons for 2019. And, you know, I will emphasize that having time to yourself to really reflect is important and and having time to yourself doesn't mean taking a vacation going somewhere it means if it's even sitting outside sitting in another bush you know sitting in your car for a few minutes before you go inside if you have a family sometimes I hear mothers say that like sometimes I just need 10 minutes when I park up or I get outside to just have a moment to just think about the day and just plan how I'm going to work, <laughs> face what's, what's inside and what's ahead. So just taking a few minutes to like do your own self-reflection is so important. Now to 2020. Can you be, first of all, can you believe it's 2020? Like this is actually crazy that it's 2020. I don't know if this is how I envisioned 2020. I think 20 years ago, I thought we were going to be like the Jetsons, like flying around. And I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it definitely wasn't this. Um, but we're going to work with it because we have life and we're still here and we're still grateful. 
So I wanted to, the, the biggest part of this podcast episode for me is really how to help us, not just you, but me also, in how 20, defining 2020 for ourselves. How are we going to refocus our lives and live our best life in 2020? 2019 just like literally took us, threw us underground, lifted us up, threw us back, lifted us up, beat us up. But we learned the lessons. How are we going to redefine our life and get to the success that we want and live the best life we could imagine for ourselves. So I follow uh, Paul C. Bronson on Instagram and he's a Jamaican, he's a Jamaican born, um, I think he's a career coach. I think he, he does some mentoring. Um, he's a really, really, really good guy. He offers a lot of advice about life and how to navigate life. Um, you know, as an immigrant also, he kind of gives some perspective. He kind of moved to London and he's he just gives a good perspective on life as a Jamaican, you know, abroad. And um, he posted something a few days ago that I thought was really powerful. And he's like, in order for you to really map out your life and really set a direction and a plan for your life, you have to look at your life in the next 10 years. You want to look at life and say, where do I want to be in 10 years? Where do I want to be? Where do I see myself? Who do I see myself with? What kind of city do I see myself living in? Those kind of questions. And basically, when you ask yourself those questions... And you can really start answering it. It helps you to guide you with how your day-to-day life can be planned out and what kind of direction you need to be going in. And it keeps you focused. It keeps you focused. So you start thinking, really, what, where do I see myself? What, who, who is there with me? What am I wearing What am I eating? What do I have planned? What is my life like? And this is so important because I don't think we think about that. Where do I really see myself? And who is there with me? Do I have a family? Do I have a spouse? Do I live in a cold climate? Do I live in a nice beachy resort? Do I, am I a business owner? Am I a career woman? Um, Am I traveling the world? Do I own multiple businesses? Am I a motivational speaker? Am I a pastor? How do you really see your life in 10 years? And when you start thinking about that, write it down. Write it down. Make it visual. Write it on a piece of paper. I have a whiteboard. Um, You can use a whiteboard. You can use a scrapbook. You can use some, uh, some people use a screensaver. They put it, put like a collage of pictures or they just write it down. A screensaver on your phone or on your computer when you turn it on, it's in sleep mode. That's the last thing you see. Some people have it on their TV. Like it's a vision you have for yourself. And when things go wrong or certain things in life kind of derail you, you go back to that vision. And some people do vision boarding and 
it works. I mean, I vision board. I, I mean, I'm not advocating that one way is better than the other, but whichever way visually is best for you, do it. However you see your life, what you think will define happiness at the end of 10 years for you, put it there, manifest it, pray about it if that's what you, you, you are you know, inclined to do. Put some manifestations out there. Say it to yourself over and over. Talk to yourself. Meditate. Actually create the life you want. It's so funny when you think about it. You can actually create the life you want. Plan the life you want. I mean, it may not go as planned, you know. But you keep a vision. You keep a vision at the end. When you start losing focus, when you start losing a vision, think about when you are getting really depressed and stressed out about something. You aren't focused on anything, you know. You lose your focus. When you are focused on finishing a project, usually when you get frustrated is when something happens, you say, yo, my butter. You've lost focus. Once you keep focus on the goal, the little things that happen day in, day out, will become insignificant. You work through them, you take a break from it, you work, you know, you you circle back and you keep focus. So visualize, write it down, however that, you know, manifests for you. Make sure it's something that you're seeing every day and you can align yourself with it and keep your direction. You keep it, when you have a destination, when you have a destination ahead, you're, Direction is clear. So you are looking at your destination, you're seeing it, and you know which way you need to go, basically. All right? Now, like I said, you can plan it how you want it, visualize it, but keep it, keep it at the forefront of your plans for the next 10 years. And particularly in the beginning of 2020. Now, I know you're saying like, Charmian, that doesn't make no sense. After six months, I know, I know I'm not disciplined enough. Listen, discipline is going to become the name of your game. Discipline. And listen, I, I really am sitting here and like really looking at myself in the mirror like, who, who are you talking to, sis? Really and truly, discipline. Having the discipline to complete what you need to complete and do what you say you're going to do. Making promises to yourself and keeping them. Oh, child. If you are if you keep breaking promises to yourself, how are you going to make a promise with somebody else? How? You're trying to be in a marriage? You, got, you, you can't keep your promises that you make to yourself that you're going to work out. <clears throat> you're, going to, <laughs> you're going to finish this course. How are you going to have a promise? How are you going to keep your vow? How are you going to keep your promises to your children? How are you going to keep your promises to your family and friends? We have to start trusting and sticking and not breaking the promises that we've made to ourselves. And it's going to take a day by day, day to day change in our routines and change in our habits. We have to pick something out. I would suggest to start, pick something out that you can change from day to day for a month. So for me, what I had to do, I decided when I wake up in the morning, 
the first 10 to 15 minutes, I am not going to check my phone. I don't care who call me. I don't care what happened. If my, if my mother or somebody call me, that's fine. They know how to reach me. I'm not checking my phone for 10 minutes. That time I'm going to take and plan my day and what I'm going to do. I'm going to make myself some tea or some coffee and just relax. That is my promise to myself. Get yourself grounded. You jump up and you're gone on Instagram and you're already feeding yourself with outside. You aren't feeding yourself with what you need, which is you. Propping yourself up. You already start looking on Instagram. You already start feeling the effects of, of others. And you're seeing things and things get you upset and things are like, you know, there's so many things happen to do in the world. It drains your energy. So start picking out small daily routines and small things that you want to do daily, keeping that promise to yourself. And you do like one every month and you try to keep the habit going. So if it's just to get up in the morning, not checking your phone, but just, you know, making some tea, read um, five pages of a book, um, listen to an audiobook for 10 minutes, watch something inspirational, do some stretches, do some exercise, you know, read something light, whatever it is, you promise yourself to do that. Um, you know, read a Bible. And my friend the other day, um, it was funny because he actually, that actually surprised me. He's like, you know what? I want to do a Bible plan. Do you want to join the group? I'm like, yeah, of course. So I, um, the Bible app has this plan that you can have other people join. And it's like, you know, three days to 30 days. And you read the Bible verse and the teachings behind it. And you discuss it weekly, daily. And that's great. You know, it could be something that you do. And there's some accountability also. Um, cause you have people around and I can say, Hey, Michael or Louisa, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you, you know, why didn't you check in today with the Bible app? So, you know, having an accountability part partner kind of helps, but you have to be, you know, aware of keeping the promises to yourself. And, you know, if it's exercise, boy, I don't even know if it's start with exercise now because I feel like I am just like being a hypocrite right now because, oh, exercise so hard. I love food, you know, like <laughs> food, nice, food, really nice. But we can't say we won't lose weight and expect that we're going to go into our beds at night and wake up because some cryo machine just magically fall from the sky and dry up and fry all our fat and it leaves our body. We have to actually do something. So if it's a diet that you want to change and it's your eating habits and just do something, get active, change something about your daily routine and keep the promise to yourself, whatever that means to you. All right. And you're always a decision away from a different life. So having the discipline, the small discipline, the small things that you do along your path can morph into something else. It may mean you take on this course you've been avoiding or you take on this project you've been avoiding because you just don't have the discipline to see it through. That starts to translate to your job, to your you know professional career, even your marriage, even your, your relationships. You start having the discipline to commit and be consistent with certain things, right? 
And I was listening to my league, uh, my league teal, a lover. She's on Instagram. Um, I've been following her for years and she's like super organized and just like a super mom. And she had a, an episode recently where she kept saying, keep your blinders on. She was, she is the CEO of Curlbox. If you know Curlbox on Instagram, they um, were one of the first subscription companies that offered products for curly girls. When she started, within a month of her starting, I think it was, um, there was another company that copied everything that she was doing. If she had let that deter her, she would not have been as successful as she is today. I think she has like close to quarter million followers on Instagram and she has like a multi-million dollar business right now. And she kept saying one of her biggest lessons was keep your blinders on. Keep your blinders on. Focus upon you, your own lane. Focus upon what you're doing. And social media can make you second guess yourself and think you're not being successful because you're watching somebody else. You're like, yo, look how far ahead he is. I went to school with him. I went to school with her. Why am I not doing that? And when you jump on Instagram first thing in the morning, what can, what do you think that does to your psyche? You're thinking about that. You're already second guessing yourself. You're already doubting yourself. You're planting the seed of doubt in your mind. You're not going into the into the day with a positive spirit and focusing on your goals. You're thinking, damn, I should be doing that. Why don't I look like that? Why don't I have that happy marriage? Instagram is curated. If nobody has told you that before, I am here to tell you today. Instagram is curated like an art gallery where they put the nice pieces out on display and the broken ones they probably have in the back somewhere stored. That's Instagram. So what you're seeing is what people want to put out. Don't let that lead your life. Focus on you Be the best you. Develop you. Yes, you can be inspired. That's another thing. But don't let it distract you from your abilities, your strength, and your ability to move forward, right? Now, let me just say. You see, in 2020, I'm going to do what I call okay cooling my way out of many arguments. And by okay, cooling, I mean, I'm just going to say, okay, cool. When a lot of people start get loud or get bright or get too pushy with me. Okay, cool. All right. That's how you feel. Cool. And I move on. I'm not even going to respond because you know what? People are just, there's some people that always want to be right. There's nothing you say that's going to change their mind and change how they feel about something. They always want to be right. So my job is not to tell you you're wrong. My job is not to convert you. I'm not, I don't want you to think the way I'm thinking. If we're both adults, you're over 30 now. So if you are convicted in your way, I can send you some material that may support what I'm saying, but I'm not going to argue with you. Like I'm literally saying this because I'm going to have to say that a million times because I know sometimes we are from the Caribbean, we are from Jamaica, 
And sometimes we want to tell them, mm, and we have to hold it back a little bit. But this time, okay, okay, girl, cool, cool. So I'm okay cooling my way out of unnecessary arguments in 2020. All right? Now, the last thing I want to talk talk about and this is probably the biggest well it it wasn't it was a lesson to believe in myself but I think this is something I want to impart on my listeners um I'm so happy and proud of my podcast and I'm investing a lot in learning and you know reaching out to people on Instagram who I can ask to be mentors you know, some of it comes at, at a cost. Um, I'm trying to read up as much material as I can. I'm trying to develop my craft as best as I can. I'm super happy that in two months I have over 700 listens and downloads on the, the channel already. I keep calling it channel on the podcast. And that for me is my success. Some people have a million. My success is two months ago I was not doing this. Now I am. My voice is out there. It's only going to get better from there, from here. And I say this to reiterate the fact that if you are sitting on a idea, if you are sitting on something for years and you have been dying to try it, step out and do it. Based on what I am seeing and my research and talking to people, nobody has it all together, at least in the beginning. Until they start hiring a team that knows what they're doing. A lot of people don't know what they're doing. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to research. They're trying to work hard and spend the hours necessary to like grind through. Step out and do it. Take a baby step. Set up a plan. Put it on your wall. Put it on your phone. Put it on your bedhead. Put it on the roof. And say, you know what? I'm going to do this on this day. And that's what I did. I put out the podcast. I put the date for the podcast launch. And let me tell you, I didn't even know if Apple was going to accept the podcast, you know, because there was so much requirements with like the artwork and the audio and it didn't, it can't have this and the metadata has to be done and this has to be done a certain way. And I'm like, what is this? My recording app crashed because I updated the Mac software. Listen, there was so much drama going on behind. And I said, you know what, God, this October date, the 18th it was, this, I have manifested this date and it's going to happen and I am going to do whatever it takes to get there. And let me tell you, you see, if I never launched October 18, it probably would not have happened because I had trip after trip and issue after issue come up. I'd have probably just delayed it and said, sure, let me do it 2020. I'm happy I did it when I did it because I started, I learned, I'm starting to build momentum and, you know, figuring it all out and I can jump into 2020 with all the ideas and everything that I've been trying to like work through and know, you know, when I hit three months, I'm at a different space. Sis, bro, start that business, start that project, start, build that idea, start that YouTube channel. You may think nobody cares and nobody wants to hear and and people think it's corny. Who the hell cares what people think? Like, really? If they are not...
not paying your bills, honestly, give me a valid reason why you should care. Do what makes you happy. If you have the time, if you have the effort, if you have the resources, go for it. You'll be surprised to see how much you can grow and build in three to six months if you just put a plan together and launch off. Just say, you know what? I'm going to do this. And I want us to kind of go into this with, into 2020 with a positive go-getting I can be a better me, I have my blinders on, I'm focused, I see myself in 10 years, that's who I see in 10 years, that's who I see myself with. Not even if you don't know who that person is yet, you know what kind of person you want to build a life with, you know you want a family, you know you want children, you know you want to focus on that. The little things around you, keep your blinders on, keep your blinders on. I am so happy I was able to do this episode and 2020 is going to be amazing. 2020 is going to be lit, okay? It is going to be vibes, energy, good energy, good vibes, holy pa money, enough prosperity. That is what we are chanting into 2020. And I'm so happy that you guys are along for the journey. Happy New Year when it comes, guys. Please remember to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Tune in radio, iHeartRadio. Follow me on Instagram, Culture Shock with Charm. Follow me on Twitter at Culture Shock Char and on Facebook. Have an amazing New Year's Eve, guys. Be safe and we will talk in 2020. Thank you.